Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. We were sort of like, what? where would we go if we could? You know, and we're all married. So we're like, where would we take our wife? We could take our wife anywhere right now. Let, let's just dream a little bit uh, in this sort of dark moment. And that's where it came from. And we just sort of like, we all threw out things. I was like, well, I'd, I'd go to a private island. And um, I guess the idea behind it was to sort of like, just create a bit, little bit of a sparkle um, in the in the midst of a dark time for for people that were feeling the same way we were. And that's exactly what Dan Bremnis did in his song, Run Away With Me. Now, is there a place for a good love song on Christian radio? Well, Dan Bremnis is going to answer that question for us today. He's also going to talk about his latest album and what's up next for him. He's a Canadian now living in Nashville, Tennessee. We're joined by recording artist Dan Bremnis brand new album into the wild came out in june we've gotten a taste of so many singles already on radio with it dan uh response to the album's been great and your late latest single off it hold hold you tight like incredible song really impacting our audience tell us a little bit about hold you tight maybe and the inspiration that you got for that one uh well first off thank you for all those nice words um <laughs> that's very kind uh so <clears throat> yeah hold you tight Funny enough, that was the first song that I wrote for the album, which is crazy to think about. I wrote that in September of 2020. And uh, honestly, it was just a hard time, um, obviously, for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't think of anyone that was like having a great time in September of 2020. Um, so they're just, you know, you could feel it in the air. It was just, there's just a lot of, um, a lot of, anxiety about the future you know like what are what's going to go on how are things going to go am i going to be okay is my family going to be okay and because of that i think um i had a few friends that were really struggling with their mental health and um so much so that you know they were having thoughts of, of taking their own life mm. and uh it really hit me hard you know to know that that was going on and so much and with people i knew and um, and so I sat down and I was like, I think I need to write a song about this. Um, but I didn't exactly know how. And I remember I was sitting in that a room that morning and I was flipping through my notes on my phone. And sometimes I write down like ideas for songs and I'll come back to them later. And as I was flipping to the no through the notes, this little note came up on my Apple notes and it said, don't you worry, <laughs> uh, which is so simple, right? Um, and I just sat there at the piano and I started writing it. And uh, my the first thought that came into my head was, "This is a cheesy, horrible song." But I'm gonna I'm gonna mm. power through it because you know it's all I have to say right now. And mm. yeah, I, re I actually thought it was a, gonna gonna be a song that nobody cared about. And um, when I listened back, I was like, "Okay, I think I think there's something here." There's obviously a reason that that song came out. It's impacting people. Um, what would you say about this album overall? Was it different writing this because majority of it took place in the middle of the pandemic? I think so. Yeah, it was uh, it was weird because we all had a lot of time, right? So I guess the natural thing would have been in the in the heat, you know, I had a lot of time from March 2020 to September, but I didn't write any music until you know that fall and into the beginning of 21 and um a lot of friends that were artists I, I talked to was the same way it's like um 
nobody really had anything to say at first because <laughs> I don't know. It was just it was just hard to to even though we had so much time, it was hard to say anything. Um, <clears throat> so I think by the time fall came around, the, it, things had settled a little bit in my heart and my head, and uh, and I still had time. So um, it was actually a lot of fun. I did a lot of it with a friend. Uh, his name's Mike Donaghy. He used to sing for 10th Avenue North and we lived nearby each other. So we just got together and um, I was like, Hey, do you want to help me write a song? He's like, sure. And it was a really good um, sort of chemistry. So we got together and we wrote over half, half the album together. So uh, this, this album was different because of that. I sort of had a friend, you know, I, I didn't feel like I was doing it all alone. And, and, um, and it was, it was, it went really fast and it was really special. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for, for that season. What was it like as an artist being home so much, not on the road? What was it like for your family? <laughs> uh, a little bit shocking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so great to be around each other, isn't it? But all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. really nice to um, sort of balance things out. We learned that for sure. So, you know, we became like, just had to become like full-time cooks and teachers. And like, we became, this is a whole other organism because our kids weren't going to school. And uh, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, it's definitely a time I think everyone's going to look back and be like, that was weird. <laughs> uh, before Hold You Tank came out, uh, your other single off the album, Run Away With Me. I found that song really interesting because it's a little bit different than what we expect in like contemporary Christian music, right? Tell us a little bit about Run Away With Me, the inspiration behind that and uh, yeah, how it came to be. Yeah, that was one of those songs um, at that time, you know, where we sort of, I was with a few friends to, and we were writing and we're like, what should we write today? And and we were all just like, man, it's, everything's canceled at the moment. Um, we can't go anywhere. We can't do anything. And we're like, let's, let's, let's sort of, find some hope like you know this is this if if any time is the time to dream it's now so we were sort of like what where would we go if we could you know and we're all married so we're like where would we take our wife if we could take our wife anywhere right now Let, let's just dream a little bit uh in this sort of dark moment and that's where it came from and we just sort of like we all threw up things i was like well i'd, I'd go to a private island and and my other friend was like, well, I, I had a canceled trip to Machu Picchu for my 40th. And the other guy was like, well, I've never been to London, so that'd be fun. So we just started taking all these dreams and ideas and throwing it into a song. And and um, I guess the idea behind it was to sort of like just create a bit, little bit of a sparkle um, in the in the midst of a dark time for, for people that were feeling the same way we were. Um, I had a few people at first ask me, like, what's this song you're playing? Like, this guy's trying to tell a woman to run away with him. What are you doing? <laughs> okay, <laughs> and I was okay. like, well, I'm sure that if we listen, it's pro there's probably more meaning to it. So <laughs> funny. I didn't even know that that got played on the on the Christian on Christian radio. <laughs> ah, <laughs> I well, it was like on there. We we put it on like the uh, the place where radio stations can see it and download it because. Yeah. The, uh, wanted to make it available for some, any station that wanted Anywhere. to. Um, but I didn't expect Christian radio stations to play it. <laughs> that's funny. That's, well, I mean, it's clean. It's fine. You know, it's good. Well, I found it interesting. I used to be a pastor before radio full time. And I, I liked it because of that angle. Because, because like people are always talking about godly marriages and stuff. Well, 
here we have a song about a guy longing to be with his wife and have some fun and get away with her, right? Like, this is great. <laughs> like, it's a good godly marriage, so. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I I always love the, uh, I don't know if you know the story of Dave Barnes. He wrote that song, God Gave Me You. It's a, it's a, it's a love song. Mm, yes. And they released it to Christian radio, at least in the United States. And, uh, and then Blake Shelton happened to hear it while he was driving in his car. He's flipping through stations. And then that's how Blake Shelton decided to cut the song and it became a, a worldwide smash. So, you know, I think there's a place for a good love song on Christian radio. Nice. Speaking of that love, tell us about your wife. Just looking through your Instagram, you guys, your family, the dynamic there is awesome. Tell us about your family. Oh, you. Yeah, I mean, we. Uh, my wife is Brittany and uh, my son is Eli, daughter Eden. And uh, our kids are eight and five. Um, and we've sort of just been on the on the go since Eli was two months years old, two, two months old. We moved from Salmon Arm, British Columbia in Canada and uh, moved to Nashville. I got a record deal. And, um, you know, we've sort of like been in this uh, this river, I guess, or this current of like, we never know what's coming, uh, which is it can freak you out. But it was it's kind of fun. And uh, because of that, we have a kind of unpredictable lifestyle because of music and sometimes it's great. Uh, sometimes it's hard, like with COVID, you know, being unemployed essentially uh, out of the blue. Um, but we've sort of learned to adapt and, and, and like be with each other. And we get to go on a lot of trips together, which is fun. Um, those travel days are always hard, but <laughs> always <laughs> nice to get where you're going. And um, yeah, we live here in Nashville, Tennessee and, and, uh, to be honest, I never, I never uh, imagined that this would be our life, but we sort of were at a place, you know, when we had our son where we were just like, you know what, we, we want to be open to the adventure, to the journey. And that's the best thing we've ever done. Speaking of that adventure and journey, going back to run away with me, how yeah. amazing was it to shoot that video, not only with your wife, but on a private island? <laughs> yeah tell us how that private island came to be <laughs> it was crazy it really was uh and it all started from that song you know and there's something there was something really sort of um magical is not the right word uh spiritual you know mystical about the whole thing uh when i think back to that moment in a in a, a room at a dark time when nothing was possible how the idea of that dream or that sparkle or that <clears throat> just speaking something into that darkness or that moment turned into this incredible story that I we got to be a part of. Um, so after the song was written, I called up my friend, John, who makes films and videos and stuff. And I said, hey, I've got this idea. I think we should film a video if we can find an island. <laughs> and uh, he's like, okay, you go for it. If you find the island, <laughs> I'll shoot the video. So I just went on, you know, Airbnb and all that. And I was searching and I, I found this one in Belize and it just like, it was crazy. I, I looked at the picture and I was like, I'm going there. <laughs> it's like, ew, I, somehow I'm going there. Um, but then I didn't really do anything about it because I'm like, I can't afford it. <laughs> so I sort of just looked at the, the computer screen every day for about a week. And then Brittany, my wife, she's like, why don't you just reach out to them and, and see if they could cut you a deal or like if there's any way you could work with them. So I did and I felt kind of dumb doing it. I felt silly just asking. Um, but I did. And then like a few minutes later, they responded and said, hey, we know your music. 
you know, I think we know your music. Did you write that song up again? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, it's our favorite song. We want you to come and film this music video for free. So it felt like such a, um, <clears throat> such a divine sort of like moment and story. So we made the whole video about the story and released it just in hopes that people would catch, catch the, the dream, you know, like um, hopefully push people that one extra step to like reach a little higher, you know, to those dreams we've left on the shelf or the things that we think aren't possible. So many times we disqualify ourselves before we even try. I love that. And yeah, step out even when you feel a little foolish, right? Like if that's in your heart and you've been thinking about it for a reason, hey, take the steps and see. Worse that happens is it doesn't happen, right? That's right. Um, uh, up again, also my favorite Dan Bremner song. So if you want to stay in a basement in the prairies of Canada for free and shoot a video, you're welcome to do that too, Dan. So. <laughs> How, how's living in Nashville? Like so many great Canadian artists down there now. Do y'all get together sometimes? All the Canadians together, play some street hockey, or what's Nashville been like for you? Uh, it's great. We definitely see uh, some Canadians here and there. We obviously we've known our friends, loving the outcome for a long time. So we'll usually get together with them on Canada Day, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, a few years ago we got together with a bunch of Canadian artists and on Canada Day. It was really fun. Nice. And uh, yeah, there's, there is a few down here and it's, it's great. Um, it's, it's been a really fun sort of community growing up in, in a small town in Canada where there wasn't really any Christian music going on or a scene, uh, being here, it's sort of like, um, sort of like Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jordan St. Cyr just moved there to this spring, so you should connect with him and get to know him. He's a good guy from our neck of the woods. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, we had, uh, some dates together a few months ago. He's a great guy. Oh, nice. So you've got your new album. What's up mm -hmm. next for you? Any touring or any new music ahead of this album that you just released? Um, yeah, so I will be um, doing some touring this fall. Um, I'll be going out with some friends of mine, uh, Unspoken. So we'll be doing... Nice. Um, a few months of touring this fall, and I'm, I'm really pumped about that. And then, of course, a few little things here and there um, dotted around, like festivals and stuff, but yeah. You seem uh, pretty active on Instagram. Where are the best places to follow along with you, see what you're up to, and find out about new projects? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely where, if I post something, it's usually on, on Instagram. That's a good place for sure. Are you on TikTok yet? That's the big question. I am, yeah, I am on there, but I don't know. Okay. I'm a little old, you know, to be yeah, on same. TikTok there. And apparently I'm supposed to be. <laughs> We're all in that age demographic. <laughs> thank you so much for making time for us. We really do appreciate it. Thank you, guys. And thank you so much for joining us and for listening today. Now we're going to continue that conversation about a good Christian love song and whether or not it should be played on Christian radio. We're going to be chatting with Dr. Nicholas Greco. He's the professor of communications and media and provost at Providence University College and Theological Seminary. He'll be on the show tomorrow. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.